Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Mr. Granero, and you're listening to the Football Rumble. Fish bash bosh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you back. I've got three beautiful men for you to meet. James. Hello. Pete. Easy raster, mace. And the one all the ladies want, Luke. <laughs> oh, me? All right. How you doing? Wow. All right, yeah. How are you, boys? Well, all right. Uh, Marcus, I'd like to thank you for attending my 30th birthday party. And also, Luke, I'd like to uh, thank you for attending <laughs> Pete, my 30th birthday party. Do the party. thank you stop there? Mm. Let's just get on with the show, yeah? It's my, it's my, my gift to you, Pete. <laughs> was not turning. Let's just get on with the show, <laughs> yeah. Disgracing myself. I think everyone was happy. Yeah, yeah, I if if Jim was there, I would have had a worse time. So <laughs> even up. Did you come out on my birthday? <laughs> Any of you? You didn't invite us. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> uh, mutual understanding there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right. <laughs> Recently. There was another celebration, not just Pete's third. It was a royal Osama wedding. Osama Bin Laden's dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got it in earlier than I thought you would. Yeah. Um, no, it was the royal wedding, of course. Mm. Lovely, a lovely time was had by all. That uh, got me thinking. If you had a wedding and you had to have a footballer as your best man, who would you choose, James? Well, if, you know, a best man's got a lot of responsibilities at yes. a wedding. You know, he's got to do the speech and stuff uh-huh. like that. You can't. You've got to think of of your wife or your wife to be there. You can't be in a situation where you know the day comes around and she's like, "Why have you never mentioned this Edmundo before?" <laughs> you, know, you, you can't. You can't be in that situation. You've got. To, you've got to be. You've got to pick someone who's not going to let you down and be and be mad. Um, there's someone oh, the obvious choice is you know a well known family man um, but I, I don't think I'd pick him now after well, a super yeah, injunction. After, yeah there's a yeah. super injunction that means yeah. I can't pick the person I originally <laughs> thought of to be a dad um, of the year yeah you know. <laughs> that you can't even mention that you were going to pick him I know yeah mm. it's, it's a shame um, so what, what I, I want a man man with some class you know and uh, a man who I respect greatly who Jamie would be Carragher? very smooth no emphatically not him <laughs> although I did once t- uh, tie Jamie Carragher in absolute knots uh, I, I would pick Thierry Henry Really? I, don't, I don't think he'd let me down. No. I think he'd be smooth, he'd uh-huh. be charming, he'd be exactly what you want. His yeah. speech would be magnificent. It'd be great, really it? smooth, yeah. Mm. And he's. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Very much a Pete's. Um, I'd go for Jose Mourinho because I'm yet to see a best man speech delivered from a laundry basket. What sort of stag, stag weekend would Jose Mourinho take you on? It would be like, it would, it, some frightful things would happen, but then he'd uh, sort of distra- try and distract the police authorities. I can imagine you doing like an activity and then him like, and then the activity not going as well as he planned, him blaming all the officials. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think the, the, the go karting was a disgrace, a disgrace. <laughs> no, but I think, though, that obviously the stag is meant to be stitched up. So mm. whether it be he's the one who has to get paintballs mm. shot at him when he's naked or so, whatever yeah. it is but but Jose likes to deflect the attention yeah. away so he would probably take it all himself yeah. well, didn't, he, didn't he notably um, like I think it was the back end of last season didn't he push um, one of his coaches into a, a swimming pool Oh that yeah, was like that a, was something like that. Was you get a letter oh, or a, just an a, example of the laughs they have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you could end up in a swimming pool. Yeah. Jose Mourinho is your best man on your stag do, Luke. Uh, I'm sort of on the on extension of the reliability theme on Jim. Right. Um, I, part of he really wants to go, obviously, for Robert Prozanecki because the stag weekend thing. He knows Eastern Europe very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He definitely takes all the best haunts and stuff. Um, he said I haunts. Could, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I could have um, I could have a smoke, and he wouldn't turn anyone. Uh, all that sort of stuff um, but I mean Robert Posnecki is not going to give a dynamic best man speech no, no. he can't even speak English for a start is his surname oddly appropriate for what you seem to be suggesting though yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah true uh, But so I'm going to go for um, Phil Neville <laughs> right. he won't let you down no he won't let safe you down safe pair of hands yeah safe pair of hands probably not going to upstage you 
as no, well because he's and, quite bland. And he's See, Henri might upstage me. Yeah, well, mm. almost. Well, he definitely would. He looked <laughs> brilliant. There's, there's no question of it. <laughs> All joking aside, no, seriously, no one's going to upstage me. But, but um, <laughs> Phil Neville spends his career sort of covering for other people. So if I, if oh, okay. I muck up or do something wrong, it'll always cover for He's me. He's a utility best man. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> So it's got to be Phil Neville for me. It's very nice. I'm going to go for another Phil. Phil Brown. <laughs> because I'm gonna, sing songs? I'm, well, no, <laughs> he gets stuck into the bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, if it was in summer. Then sometimes you might want to be outside for some of the speech. You'll yeah. take everybody outside yeah. and you sit them in a circle. <laughs> you know the drill. Yeah. You know the drill. Uh, Luke, you've got the points there, pal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you could have had Ronaldo, of course, but the stag do would, would be one hell of an affair. Yeah, mm. Any listen, you've got to Any balance Brazilian. it between. You've got to balance it between stag weekend and organisation of speech. Any Brazilian is going to be brilliant at the stag weekend, yeah. apart from potentially Kakar. Yeah. Well, Kakar would make up for it with the speech, though. He'd he make you cry. Yeah. He, he would, yeah. in, in a good yeah. way. He would, yeah. In a good way. Absolutely. Uh, right, uh, Luke's got the points there for that uh, incredibly important question. Now, uh, onto the Premier League. Chelsea 2, Spurs 1, controversial goals and that. Or on goals. Uh, yeah, exactly. Frank Lampard uh, with another special. Hmm. It was about as close to a goal without it being a goal, which I, I think should make it more of a goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not the rules. Okay. That's not the rules. If it's really close to being a goal. Yeah. Oh, you've done well there. Yeah. How did you get it so close without it going in? Does it annoy you like if it hits the inside of the post and goes away? Would you count that? Yeah, I'd count that as a yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, anyone looking back at the footage of that is going to go, it didn't go in, but... You deserve that, Gomez, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. He was playing what so you, well up to that doing? point, though. He, he was doing some cracking in, in the Arsenal game, the Robin Van Persie goal that was disallowed for offside, you know, he slapped it into the net. Do you know what I mean? The, the fact it was disallowed for offside is by the by for me. Yeah. You can't be doing that. <laughs> he should be playing for Arsenal. Yeah. Because he, he fits the bill. He goes from the sublime to the ridiculous yeah. at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And that's exactly what they look for. I felt really sorry for Gomez because it didn't go in. No. It was kind of like, oh man. It but it's almost like punishment. It's justice. But it making such justice. a bad error. It's such a bad error. It didn't go in. How's that justice? so basic. He faced a lot of difficult. Like, Drogba's free kicks. He fancied a free kick less. Yeah. Didn't what he quite that was with the one he tipped onto the bath. Uh, good goal from uh, Sandro. Oh, Redknapp wasn't having the celebration. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't really understand what was happening. I, so. think, I, think, I think before he scored, he was maybe midpoint shouting at him, and then he scored with a big old toy volley. Yeah, yeah. it was. So it he was couldn't weird. change his mind. So yeah. he'd, he'd yeah. gone too far. He had to keep having a go at it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I thought that um, Sandro. He, he was his first one for Spurs, I think, and he was obviously very pleased and ran over to celebrate with maybe the bench or the manager. And I, I got the impression that Redknapp was like, "No, don't cut, you know, it's, it's one 0 It's at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Calm down. Don't go over the top. Get back over there." No, I thought thing. he was celebrating. Then Redknapp called him over. Oh right, okay. That's what that was my interpretation of it, and told him to sit back and not go forward. That's what I thought, but I, I obviously didn't see it that closely. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's a good goal. Yeah, lo uh, lovely goal. And uh, Kalu coming on to get the well, winner. that was a ridiculous decision. He was clearly offside. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it wasn't a great weekend for referee performances. <laughs> no, it really, really and, wasn't. And assistant referee performances either. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, fair enough. It was it was quite a quick sort of marginal decision, but it was offside. I mean, you could see it was offside. Yeah. And uh, so, that, I mean, Spurs can consider themselves very unlucky. I mean, yeah. it's probably going to. Yeah. It looks like. I mean, you could argue lots of different reasons they're not going to get into the top four. I mean. You know, Wolves, West Ham, Wigan, West Brom, <laughs> Blackpool. We'd all have a saying why they're not going to get into the fourth position, but yeah. that's really sounded the death knell for their chances. And, and yeah. you've got to feel sorry for them. City have pulled away now, haven't they? No, they they've got to play each other, but they've got a cushion now, and I can't see City sli slipping up now. Yeah. Well, also, um, City have got a much, much better goal difference than Spurs as well, mm. even if they did get there. Mm. Uh, Arsenal, James. Yeah, it was a great win, wasn't Better. it? Better. Uh, again, though, the refereeing decisions. I mean, the, the one with Vidic, um, the, the blatant handball, just sort yeah. of slapping it out of the way. I just, I can't believe that the, the linesman didn't see it. Also, the, the assistant referee. I mean, it's, it was tough to see at first. Uh, it was like, quick. It, yeah, it was very, very quick. Not for the referee's but, assistant. But that's his job, isn't it? You've <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, you got to. It's like Suness said. Suness was, was oh, inside himself, wasn't it? It was wasn't it? The yeah. referee was, yeah. yeah. And he, he just kept on getting, uh, for, for my money, he just kept on getting away in the way of the player. He, oh, yeah. he, he stopped the ball a couple of times, mm. he knocked into a player a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw him, I saw that happen. <laughs> but you obviously, surely you want a referee close to the play, don't you? Yeah, but not, if he can't get <laughs> not, out of the way of the ball. Yeah. Not playing. What is he looking at <laughs> yeah. if he's not yeah. looking at the ball? Yeah. The assistant, there's a point he looked like he was going to header it. <laughs> That'd be class. You know that um, 
United should have had a penalty as well. Yeah, of course they should. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to deny that for a moment. It was cliche. Yeah. It was, cliche, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a, kind of a rake down his. Why the hell? I don't know why the hell he did that. It was incredible <laughs> that he got away with it, but it's such a. He'd been playing so well moment. over then as well. Oh, Michael yeah. Owen still terrorising defences. Indeed. He's just not terrorising the goal. <laughs> at the age of 24. <laughs> he just, unfortunately, now he just stops at the defences. He doesn't, yeah. doesn't terrorise the goal. Still got it. But cliche and. It was a cliche, wasn't he? Did yeah. that. Him and Giroud are their longest serving players, Arsenal, I think. Yeah, I think Van Persie's been there. He's been uh, a while as well, well, yeah. But, um, it's, yeah, uh, th- yes. The whole team played very, very well. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, the pressure's off Arsenal, so they're playing, playing well. There's probably some truth in that. But um, <coughs> it's a funny one, because, you know, we've lambasted Arsenal so many times, and Wenger keeps yeah. saying, we're only, you know, we're not that far away, we're not that <coughs> far away. And it's, it's funny, looking at the stats, you know, they're, they're not really. But it's just, it's just, they're just mind-boggling. It's just that pressure but the pressure's gone them. so they can play now it's yeah. as simple as that but do you think it would made a difference with Ramsey and Wilshire in there they certainly link quite well yeah Ramsey back is massive because he was he was starting to be a real real force before he got his injury it was you know putting some, that's exactly what Arsenal were lacking it's those people pushing to get yeah. in the side Alex yeah. Song's an example of a yeah. player who's got nobody behind him like he can walk into that team easily, yeah. and um, but, but Ramsey being back puts pressure on Wilshire and Fabregas as well. But, they, but I think a good I think, option off the bench. But I think Ramsey's sort of position uh, playing quite well in a couple of matches at the end of the season sort of papers over a lot of cracks, and mm. they sort of thinking it'll be another season where they sort of go, well, we don't need to buy big, yeah. we don't need to replace Fabregas mm. when he leaves. You know what I mean? It just it just seems a little bit strange that. I don't. I don't think you should be deciding what you're going to do in the summer from the last three performances of the no. season. Pete, you were at the game. I was at the game. I saw Gunasaurus. Yeah. Yes. What, now, what does Brilliant. he fire into the crowd? Because T-shirt. I thought, well, that's what it isn't, though, isn't it? It, it? I think it used to be, but now they've sort of cut back a bit. It seems to be a single now. mitten. It does look like a single mitten. <laughs> a single I'd mitten. love to know what it exactly is, but it's definitely not a t-shirt. I think it might be a bag of sweets. But I was very, wow. uh, I was, I was very. Did you not get one? Did you get five? I didn't get one. No, no. But uh, I did enjoy a man uh, when Michael Owen came on. Uh, a man near me um, doing about five minutes of Michael Owen. Ah! <laughs> right to the point where his mates went, just stop now, because right? <laughs> he just would not shut up. God. Well, Arsenal. To be, to be fair to Arsenal, they, <laughs> he doesn't remember the FA Cup final. They've beaten the United City. Chelsea, yep. Barcelona. Oh, it's not in the league, but you know yeah. the season they have. They have got there's the capability. Been, there's been some big performances in there, and that's what the frustrating thing is. You look at the, the games against sort of like Newcastle. Yeah. You look, all the, these, these, these two points dropped all over the place. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, they should be up there. Yeah, yeah. United now only three points in yeah. front of Chelsea. Over United supporting friend of mine is convinced Chelsea are going to pip them to it. Yeah, I'm I can't see it surprised. myself. I think United will, will weather this out. I can't see them collapsing like that. It's just so unlike them. Well, Rooney, Rooney was back to his sort of uh, worst where he was just yeah. he was dropping so far. Credit to Song though. It was. So Song keeping him quiet there. I think he just. <laughs> but he's pulling. He's pulling right in the centre of the field, and, and, and he was doing those sort of cross field balls. Every time he got the ball, he'd bang it right, yeah. and then come back in for the header for the. In, in he the can, he, he got a bit of stick, didn't he, Pete? He, he, well, he gets his fat granny shagger um, sort of mantle. But I mean, like, I was just sort of saying earlier on, like when he was sixteen, do you really think that he was? He thought he, he, he couldn't have dreamed that he could have a worse nickname on the terrace. <laughs> <laughs> fat granny shagger. Yeah. What an awful yeah, name! And the have. fact that it's based in truth. He's not fat, is he? <laughs> no, he's not fat, obviously. Well. Um, the thing he did that made him beyond reproach for me is that um, he fouled and then kicked the ball at England, oh, yeah. England's Rose. England's brave Jack Wilshire. No, England's Rose. <laughs> England's Rose. England's yeah. brave is John Rooney, Terry. Rooney, was, Sorry. Rooney was fairly petulant all the way through the match when yeah, like he'd taken two free kicks, put them in, and there, there were a couple of decent free kicks, but then um, I think it was Nanny t- took the ball off him and yeah, he yeah. was really upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, United are trying to hijack City's reported bid for Chilean international Alexis Sanchez. Currently, uh, oh, exciting player. We love to have It's what's yeah. disappointing about that though is that the transfer windows. Well, yes, <laughs> genuinely, I'd love to see him at Arsenal. He'd be perfect actually. Yeah. Um, but what, what really lightweight? Wide yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Probably you know no experience. The Premier League. Play that position. Yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll show to be pleased. I would have yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, the, what's frustrating about the transfer window now is basically you just you stick a good you, you take a you know exciting new player look sort of like Alexis Sanchez and you just go City Chelsea that's it they're, they're just linked to City and Chelsea and that seems to be it's boring now. Well, United are yeah. trying to hijack it. Well, exactly, but they're trying they're good. trying to get yeah. Schneider at the same time. So I think like one can have Schneider. Well, I mean, this yeah. kind of, well, uh, Sanchez was linked to Inter at various points. Mm. Sort of early he's been on the season, a few clubs. and he's had an all right season. He had a good World Cup as well, actually, from what I remember. Yeah, um, but he's definitely got a few goals this season through Danese. But that's he's a quality, quality player. Did he get four in a match, or was it I five in a match? It was something. I think it was. Yeah, yeah I think it was four. It was the, the, the big score. A haul. 
It was yeah, a haul. A haul, yeah. indeed. Mm. Uh, now, uh, Arsene Wenger, so he, apparently he's trying to hijack Bayern's bid for Schalke goalkeeper Manuel Neuer. That'd, be, that'd be great, yeah. Didn't Alex Ferguson bend his ear? At the end of Apparently, the match? no. There's been no links actually. United. Um, he had a little chat with him, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. He was very impressed with, with Ferguson in the mm. first leg of the Champions League semi-final. Ferguson's comments after the Arsenal game were absolutely obscene. Yeah, you know, I know he's trying to take the pressure off his players and stuff, but he was—he was seriously. Like, I, I don't know how. <laughs> one penalty was harder to see, so yeah, you know, don't worry but about he, that one. He says stuff which is obviously their mind goes. We understand yeah. that he said, but he says it with a straight face, which yeah. makes me think that he actually believes it. Well, it's he like says stuff like United don't get big decisions in big games. Yeah. He's like, can you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> name one. Are we going there? You know, it's <laughs> crazy. It's like Mourinho though, isn't it? He's just—you know—it's not as overtly, but he's saying there's a conspiracy against them. I'll it's come on to Mourinho in a bit. I would imagine. But I've got a lot of things to say about him. <laughs> yeah, well, we certainly will. You'll be no doubt pleased to know, listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the, the, the coverage of the Manuel Neuer thing is actually a little bit disrespectful for Bayern Munich, I think, because it's almost like, you know, when people yeah, couldn't, couldn't believe why Cristiano Ronaldo wanted to go to Real Madrid when he was at Manchester United, yeah. they, didn't, they underestimated how big Real Madrid are in, in continental Europe. Yeah. But it's the same with, with Bayern Munich in yeah, Germany. Yeah, they, they dominate, don't they? They're the Man United. Or, and, and there's every reason training. to suggest that he's German, so he'd want to be at Bayern Munich yeah. over some reason. Well, it was looking very, very likely, wasn't it? That Neuer would end up at, at Bayern, and it almost seemed like a done deal. Um, well, Schalke don't Schalke don't like Bayern Munich in general, I don't no. think. And, and they all sing a song, don't they, about yeah. about how they'd never play for Bayern yeah. Munich. And Neuer apparently refused to sing it. Well, yeah, because well, Neuer is uh, is a staunch Schalke fan, isn't he? Sort of always grown up professing his sort of uh, you right. know, his love for the club. So to, for him to go to Bayern would be a real but tough thing for them to stomach. It's a bit like Rooney going to United, Tremendous Alan yeah. Smith yeah. going to United from Leeds as well. We've seen it before yeah. And we'll see it again No mm. doubt uh, There was a local derby West Brom versus Aston Villa Sort of local Yeah well It yeah, is Sort of James having that as a derby no, Well it's not up to you I've to never decide. walked from Birmingham To West Brom So <laughs> I don't know if it's That close Come on it's a derby And it was it was won by West Brom Hmm. Um, oh, the wingy's a handsome chap, isn't he? He's decent, yeah. Decent looking. Decent. He's a decent looking chap. Not handsome spelling. Of no, his name. no, it isn't. It's, it's a very a difficult. It's yeah. a difficult word. Although I have managed it perfectly in my notes. Oh, so. well, done. Well, done. well done. He became the first West Brom player to have scored four consecutive Premier League goals. He's had a good season. Uh, sorry, in four games. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, th- I read recently that Chris Brunt is the player who's created the most chances in the league this season. At the time, it was something like eighty-four. I've, I've got some amazing tactical analysis about Chris Brunt. Far away. He can kick the ball really hard. He can, yeah. especially with penalties yeah. against Liverpool. With what? Penalties. Yeah. Um, Keep getting that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. First time in 26 years they've beaten Aston Villa. Yeah, Villa are safe now, though, aren't they? West mm. Brom was needed that. West Brom is safe. Yeah, right. Boy, he's gone in and bang. Yeah. Exactly. With someone else's score, as we said before, as well. It's a good effort. It's a great effort. And uh, what was also a good effort? Kenny Dalglish at Liverpool, three 0 against the Geordie boys. Yeah. The job Dalglish has done there is yeah. incredible. Hmm. Didn't say, I, I think I said it before. I did not see that coming at all. And <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done so well. I, I was the only one I think in this, in this show that said it'd be an all right appointment. I think if I remember. Can't right. remember and don't care. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Jamie Carragher got his six hundred and sixty fifth appearance for Liverpool, and he's now when he gets the next one, that will be completely apt. <laughs> yeah, he should, he he should, should retire. retire yeah. yeah, he's second now um, in the most uh, what cap to Liverpool players. He's, he's not going to get first, though, is he? No. He's not going to get first, but he's in there with Emlyn Hughes and Ray Clements. I reckon I could place. do an Emlyn Hughes impression when my voice wasn't ruined. Okay, well, we'll he's one of my few voices we'll I could probably do. We'll look forward to that uh, in the near future. <laughs> yeah, <no doubt>. yeah. <laughs> it's do let us know <laughs> when you feel ready. Put that in your diaries. <laughs> I'll take a big long run up. But I'll tell you that the one the one thing that's who's yeah. been absolutely amazing for Liverpool since he signed is Luis Suarez, and how I think I've predicted yeah, big things for him next season. Different class, and yeah. also the, the youth they've got coming through. Like John yes. Flanagan looks a good player, yeah. and Jay Spearing has been playing very well, and he's given them a chance. Was it Jack? Uh, what's his What's his name? The left back. Jack something Too I forget. young fullback Yeah, he, did, yeah. he played very very well Against Arsenal And um, it's, it's great that Kenny's pushing them through it's, uh, Spearing was unlucky Not to score of course Against Newcastle mm. Yeah but they need to spend In the summer <laughs> they And they will They will They need a striker They need a right back yeah. They need some help Williamson give away a penno Didn't they Yeah Yeah I was just about, I quite like Williamson But yeah he's we, good, he's, good we do need Suarez went down Very there. easy there though I don't think Dirk Cowles Missed a penalty in the Premier League I'm putting it out there I think it's 4 out of 4 This season or in total, I don't think he's taken that many. Okay, right. I don't think he's missed one this season. He's, he's scored all his goals. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's been handy from mm. the spot. He's a very underrated player. We've said it so many times. I agree with that. I think he's absolutely intrinsic to Liverpool and to Holland. There you personally. go. Personally, there you go. Is it Championship time? 
You tell us you're in charge of these sort of things. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm asking myself. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, QPR have finally been promoted. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, the picture page still happening? But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're staying here until, it, until it's official there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can all go home. Um, uh, well, that's presumably the, if they don't get the um, 10 point deduction. Mm. That's uh, never going to happen. I think that's unlikely. Yeah, is that right? Neil Warnock will head and explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's old club Sheffield United have been relegated yeah that's a shame to see actually a, a, a series of sort of James <laughs> <shaking> his head <laughs> <laughs> a series of sort of bad managerial appointments I would, I would yeah. suggest um, uh, Forrest are pretty much in the uh, playoffs so yeah, yeah after yeah. a five five one yeah. I think Leeds need a six goal swing to change it yeah. two games left but by the way on the Sheffield United thing they were a little bit unlucky because Gary Speed left them of course yeah. you never know, I mean, he wasn't doing great there but you never yeah. know what he would have gone on to achieve mm. you know, so ultimately one half of Death Leopard uh, will be upset absolutely um, <laughs> the others of course are Wednesday fans uh, Palace have stayed up uh, I think that's good to see yeah. and uh, oh did you see this um, Jimmy Bullard was named fans player of the season for Ipswich Town he's only played 16 games he's scored like 5 goals though, hasn't he he's not alright yeah. for midfield he's, no he's, he's really sort of injected some life into them isn't true, he true but fans player of the season he was great well, it's, it's their decision <laughs> well, they were, they <laughs> you were like a fan not <laughs> so hang on a second you're going against a fan's decision against a player you've not seen play this season at a ground you've not been to hang on a minute <laughs> I never said anything I merely said that he'd been you know the he tone was, of my voice was deceptive he should have got given a nod for mm. the appearance he made on goals on Sunday this week, which was absolutely superb. What did he do? He's I'm just full of personality, isn't he? Mm. He's got opinions. He's a funny lad. I know all Fulham fans think Mark has probably included think he's a he's a money grabbing idiot, but I think he's. Uh, I think Why he's would I right. think that? I'm just saying. I think you might think he's a bit. I, think, of I, think, I thought he was. I thought he was. Uh, he was good for Fulham. And also, he tried to steer the conversation towards fishing every every chance he could. He, will. he loves his fishing. <laughs> <on Bullard. laughs> but I mean, it's, Ipswich were drab. The, oh, at the yeah, start they of the were, season, yeah. they were, I'm sure their fans are very, very depressed under under Keane, and you, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even dare chant Keane out. Roy Keane, he'd hunt you down personally. It must have been a horrible time. When it goes, and Bullard's been yeah. the symbol of it. You know, all he'd have a man you're positive again. <laughs> <laughs> there, were injured, there were injured players, like weren't they saying that like Roy Keane wouldn't even talk to them, <laughs> just just with the t- temerity of being injured. No. But you know, <laughs> it, it strikes me when, when it all goes sour for Roy Keane at a club, it's like a particularly grim part of Middle Earth. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's always cold, yeah. snowing. There's no sun. sun just doesn't come trees. back. No, yeah, no leaves in the trees. Yeah, it's like a scene from Seven. <laughs> there's heads on there's po- heads on pikes at the end of the training just ground. Like even the dogs are sad. <laughs> even, uh, even further down the league, Bournemouth getting into the playoffs despite Hartlepool United scoring f- with their keeper. Did, did the hell? I love a I love a keeper scoring. Oh, how, did he, how did he score it? Uh, header, header. But it was nice. Uh, but he he let in two owlers as well <laughs> beforehand. And then he's he more than made up for it. More, but yeah, I know yeah. mathematically he hasn't. Ninety fourth <laughs> <laughs> minute, header. Oh, I love Great that. But memories are better than maths. <laughs> 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 I shouted at my math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Uh, right, um, did you see in the SPL Rangers won? They beat Motherwell five 0 Did you see the uh, the sun came up the other day? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw David Weir's frankly silly fashion decision. Well. So provocative. Yeah. It was uh, an embroidered <laughs> uh, message on his shirt expressing his congratulations to Prince William and, and, and Catherine Middleton. But there's been some, there's some weirdness over this, though, isn't there? There's some confusion well, as to the origin Weir, of it. David Weir, yeah. and for the benefit of this story, I should probably say, 40 years old, David <laughs> Weir, yeah, apparently didn't even know it was being stitched into his kit, but decided to wear it anyway. Indeed. Of course they do, yeah. After some players change their shirt at half time. Yeah. Uh, Walter Smith uh, was asked by Eddie, uh, about it and he said, Sorry, I can't enlighten you at all. It must have been the kit man. Oh, God. Come on, Walter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all at it. You're all, all behind it. it. They probably thought, Who can we choose in this team who will um, maybe get away with it? Because David yeah. is, you know, likeable chap, Scotland caps, all the rest of it. Yeah. I'd have sent Juf out with it, personally. You've <laughs> 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 got nothing to lose. He's already at rock bottom. He's Senegalese. He doesn't understand all the politics <laughs> of it. He's probably suspended, so he couldn't. Um, <laughs> by the way, I think we can all agree that only one bunch of people come out of any sort of credit. Out of this situation, that's the, the Gorgie mag- Boys. There we go, <laughs> the magnificent Gorgie Boys. <laughs> Didn't he, weren't even involved in the match. No, they're in a three-all draw though. Yeah. Scenes again. Suddenly, are quite close, aren't they? <laughs> they are coming up the rear. I think they're- Hearts might nip in. <laughs> <laughs> You're being stupid. <laughs> uh, we, we had a um, what's this book called? The um, Encyclopedia of British Football that I got for my birthday. Written by they- Martin Tyler in 1979. Yeah, 19- <laughs> that's what he was doing before there's, Sky. There's a lot of league tables. <laughs> it was a long book. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of league tables, and uh, from like. Like 1923 and 1930 like or something, Rangers, Celtic, Rangers, Celtic, yeah. Rangers, Celtic, 
Motherwell. <laughs> the well. Coming in. The well broke it up. Yeah, um, but it's like the Portuguese top flight. It's only in 80 years or however long it's been. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's been 80 years, but however long it's been around, it's only been about five different teams that have won it. Can I just mm. say that that um, that compendium mm. um, written in 1979 was unfortunately before the uh, the Aberdeen glory years of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. They're not included. Yeah, true. Alex mm. Ferguson weaving his magic Alex McLeish and Willie Miller Willie Miller keeping Iron Hansen out the Scottish team they are uh, dreams right. <laughs> dreams can come true ladies and gentlemen um, and they did for Real Zaragoza in La Liga they beat Real Madrid at the Bernabeu mm. shows us just another home game yeah <laughs> oh, bloody hell he's getting them all out the way at once no, no, it's because yeah. it's a conspiracy yeah sorry yeah. Yeah, hang on Real Madrid playing Real Zaragoza I thought they would just play Barca now I thought yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a decision made well it was a training match sorry. oh ok yeah. right, Real Madrid with bibs too Real Madrid without <laughs> no, bibs no what happened was because they got beaten at home uh, they got relegated from that league Oh right, yeah. Could I make an outrageous towel? You're going to. I don't think it may not be true, but I'd love to find out, and I've got the means to work it out. Um, is it the first weekend ever that every single semi-finalist in the Champions League um, has lost? Lost? Because Schalke lost as well. That's a good Possibly. shout, that. Mm. Possibly. Shout. Yeah, we'll have it. Good. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just claim that as fact. Yeah, okay, good, good knowledge. Yeah. Um, we probably should decide that before we come on. But um, Barcelona and Real Madrid lost for the same at the same weekend for the first time in three years. Is that right as well? Incredible, mm. absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, uh, now, obviously, uh, the, the first leg of the Champions League or between the two was won by Barcelona two nil, and Jose was very angry with the referee and talking about conspiracies mm. and all the rest of it. Well done, well Did done. You- <laughs> he was saying, yeah, I saw him. Why was he doing that, that in English? Good question. Was Uni- universal language. Was yeah. the official English? Thank you. Was German. Yeah, German. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to speak Spanish or Portuguese. I wouldn't have thought. No. Well, they're, they're a bilingual bunch. Mm. True racist of you. The bilingual bunch. That's <laughs> the worst cartoon. <laughs> I've ever, ever thought. Just because you don't understand it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. it. Did you hear Andy Townsend got uh, a little bit of stick from some of the Madrid fans? Mm. He was in a restaurant. So you know who he is then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also. I'll, <laughs> Other things are also universal. <laughs> <laughs> we are showing you're not Irish. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was in. He was in a restaurant after the match, and they. Some of the fans thought he was the referee, Wolfgang Stark. And he said, like some bloke was shouting at him across the restaurant. He's like, "What the hell's going on?" And then, as, and he, as he said, um, someone came up to him with a plant pot and said, "This is for you." I don't know if that's an insult. Yeah, it when they fired Robbie Earl, you weren't there. <laughs> this back was this a dream, Andy Townsend? Yeah. <laughs> Adrian Charles was there, so it could have been. <laughs> um, and he realised that he hadn't um, taken off his UEFA accreditation. Uh, thing around his neck mm. so he thought oh, bollocks they thought I was the referee but he then suddenly realised he was saying that how foolish and, and irresponsible it is of Jose Mourinho to whip up everybody and say it's the referee's fault um, and as he said I witnessed first hand the effect uh, Mourinho has on the fans I wouldn't want to see him back in England uh, we would not see you back words. in England <laughs> <laughs> to be honest yeah. I think one thing that's kind of uh, you know, been overlooked amid all the chaos around the, uh, the Barcelona uh, Real Madrid match is was a nasty tackle. So it's very high. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's I, not like an absolute given that that wasn't a sending off. <laughs> I, I know. You said, I didn't think it was a sending off myself. But did you see what? But Mar- I can understand it being given. Though. Did you he see span? I think it was Marker yeah. who Marker who released a video of it. But they'd photoshopped daylight in between the studs and the t- foot to make it like there was no contact at all. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, and that's that's the second thing they've done this season. Um, did you see they also photoshopped out a defender in an offside oh, yeah, decision? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did this? Marker. It's the Real Madrid. Um, oh right, okay. sort of favorite, propaganda machine. Actually, do you see what Sevilla have been doing as well? What have they been doing? They've been like abusing the multi-ball system. It's like been basically. Like if they want to waste time, there's a ball on. They just chuck another one on. So I like, just think, they, so it just wastes a bit of time. And, but they've done it two or three times apparently. They've they got in trouble with it. About oh yeah, it. No, I have seen that. I have seen that. But the, the other thing that's worth mentioning with the old Real Madrid Barcelona, and of course Barcelona um, were completely complicit in the in the ugly scenes that we saw. Mm. Um, but Jim Jim made a point last week, which I want to sort of move up on a bit, which is that. Um, Barcelona haven't got you know they're not they've not got the divine right to be dominant in Spanish football between now and the end of time and Real Madrid have also obviously got a lot more resources than Barcelona have mm. and, and less debt if Mourinho just 
if Mourinho just sort of bided his time yeah. and tried to play the right way because the thing is regardless of all the money they spent they don't go out to play football at least Barcelona go out to try and play yeah. football mm. but I was looking when you said this I was looking at Barcelona's squad right? and they've got a first team squad 27 players and 6 of those are out on loan mm. and the most notable one being Zlatan who probably won't stay so the 6 yeah. of them are out on loan they've got that 21 left includes Pinto who's a 35 year old keeper who isn't that good and he can get sent off at half time <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Kareka Fontas uh, Jeffren and Bojan who's in that so it's called yeah, yeah. Injured. so they've only really got six, 15, 16 players it's a very players. small squad they've got and, and so they can't rotate that much I mean they played no. the game they lost at the weekend Messi and Xavi both played didn't they mm-hmm. they, can't, they can't afford to rest players as much as Real Madrid can so Real Madrid just bide their time yeah. well of course yeah. maybe that's why he thinks let's go out there and kick them and injure them so they're buggered <laughs> hmm. um, also another thing that Andy Townsend said um, after the game which I thought was well you make up your own minds if you think it's amusing. He said, as they went off air, there was uh, he said there were there were two men having a fight in front of him in the stadium, and as he put it, and these were decent seats. <laughs> that matters. Yeah. Wow, yeah. incredible! The one, the one, you money, money you buys think peace. a commoner could get in. Money, money yeah. buys peace. These two, I can understand it. These two appear to be members of the serving classes. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the back of that, um, it was uh, interesting to read Graham Pohl's article in the Daily Mail. Yes, I have said that sentence. Yeah. Um, You're uh, a big fan of it, aren't you? You, you <laughs> love the free DVDs that you get. <laughs> the, the fruity ladies on yeah. A-level results there. <laughs> Stories about how teenagers are growing ketamine. Out of refugee camps, yeah. I don't yeah, know. And, um, and I hope they kill those teenagers. Damn it! Foreigners coming here, stealing our aids. I don't yeah. think all these things, <laughs> and I don't read the damn thing apart from the other day when I research. Saw just say research, research. Yeah, there you go. Or research. Up yours, Jimbo. Um, with a rusty one. Now, um, <laughs> he was talking. Grandpa was talking about the the dark arts of football. Yeah, and some of the things um, being a ref. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he was. It was very interesting how some clubs and even uh, FAs in, in uh, national FAs uh, try and influence referees and, and, and one thing and another and he said that uh, when Jose Marino was at Chelsea he invited him to the training ground to speak to his team and, and Mourinho introduced Graham Pohl as the number one uh, referee not just in England but in Europe and <laughs> he said that he then the next weekend refereed uh, it was at Chelsea at home to Manchester United which was I think think Jose Mourinho's first league game right, okay. of Chelsea uh, Chelsea won 1-0 and he said uh, if they if he needed anything uh, hospitality wise and he said tongue in cheek that the referee's dressing room wasn't up to much and he said the next time he went back to um, Stamford Bridge it was fully refurbished flat screen TV new sh- uh, tiled showers yeah. absolutely everything like that did Jeff Winston ask for a mirror <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I mean I, why is he admitting this well, well, great, well, well he's out of the game now He's a whistleblower. Yeah, but he's right? is he the <laughs> hey, that? That's good that one. That's good that one. No, but I mean like he's bit you, you wouldn't even that. say that. Would you admit to sort of saying, well the referee's quarter isn't isn't very nice? But he's, he's, he's asked you framing it as right. a joke though, isn't he? So yeah. I think so. Um mm. I mean to, to be fair, that's pretty sensible for Chelsea to do that, isn't it? I mean they're not exactly you know, bribing him—it's just sensible to have nice referees' quarters, right? I mean, there are obviously things. Screen. There are obviously things that team teams and clubs will do to make the referees comfortable as possible, mm. and and they push the boundaries of what is acceptable. I don't think that's a surprise. Really. Well, he, well, he said at one major European club they provide replica shirts in the correct sizes for the match officials' children. Mm. Now that's a bit odd. They've done the research. And when, and course, it's all going. This is <laughs> yeah. buttering them up. You know what I mean? Very threatening. Well, that's what I, I mean. We know how wide your kid's neck is. Yeah. yeah well, there was <laughs> how much power to exert <laughs> onto it. Yeah. Well, there was there was a footballer um, who uh, famously played for the Crazy Gang, and it's not Vinnie Jones. And I was told by a reliable source that he used to say to the referee before the game, he'd find out what the referee's children were called, and he'd say, "Oh yeah, how's um, you know little Tim getting on and all this sort of stuff." Oh, really? The referee wouldn't touch him for the whole game. I'd, 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 Scary. But yeah. I, but I I always um, introduce myself to the ref and get his name. Always. Oh, that's just that's just your nature. Yeah, you just, do that. You do that to the barman as well. Because if you call him by a name, they don't get annoyed if you call him ref. Oh dear. And that's how I've that's how I've progressed to the very highest level. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, it's true. Apparently, um, also Real Madrid uh, present the referee after the game with a with a really fancy watch. Which oh, I've heard about that before. Now, how yeah. is this allowed? Real Madrid press. It's, it's a commemorative commemorative watch. Apparently. Yeah. yeah I've, I've and it spits out gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Spanish Federation do the same. Yeah, nice. But um, but the other, the funniest one, um, or the most harrowing one, it was when he went to Azerbaijan to referee Azerbaijan uh, Finland, and they were greeted off the plane and escorted directly to the hotels, and there was no security check needed. 
after the game Finland won 1-0 and uh, that was during the game they won 1-0 after the game they were taken to the airport they were just dumped there and they had to pay airport officials cash to allow them out of the country as they didn't have the entry documents that were required so did they think if we just let them in a bit quicker It'll probably let us win. Yeah, the referee can't score you a goal. The referee cannot put the ball in the net for you. Surely one nil to Azerbaijan, one nil loss for Azerbaijan is is a a win for them. For them, really. Surely, come on. Yeah, but it's interesting, though, isn't it? Mm. If it's all going on, it makes sense, doesn't it? it. it. He thinks, he thinks that uh, they don't play football anymore apart from England. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as you said earlier, before we talked about the referee stuff, Barcelona did lose in the Liga. Um, yep. They lost to Real Sociedad. Mm. Barcelona, I think, have lost Gabriel Melito for the rest of the season. Mm. And with that diddy little squad. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. another one. Not ideal, Short, is it? Another one off. Don't shrug your shoulders at me, boyo. It's, I'm, just, I'm just merely suggesting that he's not a big loss. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, never, he never plays. In well, we'll yeah. see. Only time I think will he's tell. He's got about 15 cap- well, appearances this season or something. Mm. Yeah. Not that much time will tell. <laughs> exactly, very true. We're at the business end. Business end. Speaking of which, in Serie A, Milan are with one point away from uh, winning the title after beating Bologna 1 0. Doesn't surprise us, though, does it? I no. told you it was done. Could I told you great. that. Yeah, you did tell us. In, Brun- in the Bundesliga, it is done. Dortmund are champions. Oh, I really loved, I really hope they keep their score together for the yeah, Champions League this mm. season. I'm great really looking forward to seeing them in Europe. Aren't we all? The, the, the black and yellow. Mm. St. Pauli are down. Pretty much. Pretty much, aren't they? Yeah. Two games left or something. In Such a shame. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. We, we can back them, can't we, eh? Yeah. yeah. We can still follow in the second division. Yeah. It'd be harder. We can still yeah. do it. Mm. We'll find a way. Mm. We'll get out there, yeah. Indeed. Oh, I feel a bit down, St. Pauli. On the brink of relegation. Mm. I need a bit of cheering up. Uh, hang on a minute. Luke's gone off somewhere. Where could he have gone, James? It's not the fridge, so there's only one other possibility. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know where I went on the way, all right? You're not, you're not even my real dad. It's like Didier drunk, mate. You don't know that. It's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> yes, I've blown the dust off. No. I've taken the cobwebs down. You're joking. And I'm in Diego Corner. Oh, welcome back, yeah. Diego Corner. Um, I was perusing the Von Internet... <laughs> and there are a few things that I medieval internet that I, like, I, couldn't, uh, I could not pass up anymore he's, he's, Diego Conn's been put to bed for a while because he's not been doing much and we don't want to mm. milk it too much yeah. I suppose. but stopped us before <laughs> <laughs> after the Real Madrid and Barcelona first leg Champions League semi-final yes um, lots of people started comparing Messi to Maradona again yes oh, did they um, and there's nothing like getting Maradona out of the uh, out of the, uh, <laughs> the sidelines yeah. than comparing a current player to him. You can't resist it. No, you can't resist it. Uh, and he said, "The key point is that we are two Argentines who are able to conquer <laughs> a European football." I love Leo, and whenever I see him on the pitch, it's a joy to watch. Two Argentines at the top. Imagine what Pele's thinking. Only <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. took him twenty words to get there, didn't it? <laughs> but Pele was not to be outdone. <laughs> Pele. Almost, I think, pensioner Pele. Yeah? yeah. I know, oh, he's older than that. Hey, Pele's uh, over 70. Are we going off to Pele Pyramid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Let's, let's assume that Pele is 70 years old. He's a 70-year-old man. Yeah. And he responded but by he's saying... Older. I think he's older than He responded by saying... <laughs> this, is him, yeah, this is him saying this. For me, Pele is the best. <laughs> For me, Pele, Pele is the best. <laughs> Nobody has done more than Pele. He's the only player to be world champion at 17, winning three World Cups and scoring over 1,208 goals. You'd think being Pele, you'd enjoy calling, not using the third person because you are him. You're the only person who is him. I've done this. I've done this. Me. I've done it. It's when the world inevitably ends in some sort of nuclear meltdown, there'll just be cockroaches and them two arguing over who was better. (laughs) The egos will survive. (laughs) And Roy Keane's But in other news, um, (laughs) apparently El Diego's joined the candidates um, to take over um, San Lorenzo. I've seen seen club San Mm. Lorenzo. Um, Club president Carlos Abdo said um, there's been contact with Diego um, but other candidates inf- include former Argentinian national team uh, coach Alfio Basile yep. and um, Marcelo Bielsa yeah. two T- better candidates yeah, two men you yeah. actually can manage <laughs> yeah. so I would imagine that they might get the nod ahead of him yeah, but that's remember where we're talking about he's almost certainly going to get it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bielsa, yeah absolutely I, um, oh, I'd love to see him back hmm. Well, I want to see him in Europe, so it's a bit of a poison chalice for me. Double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see him managing, but I want to see him managing where I can watch a lot of his games. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, but not specifically not Portsmouth. <laughs> I would You'd love to Portsmouth, see that. For a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, come on back. He's only going to be anywhere for yeah. a bit. Yeah. 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 Come on back for the emails, Luke. The 
Uh, that uh, email jingle was from uh, Matt Metherill. Thank you very much, Matt Metherill. What well, Matt Seagull? Cool. Mighty Matt. Reminded me a bit of uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Yes, a little bit. Seventies, yeah. 70s, yeah. Mm. Oh, very good. Right then, who's got what? Yeah, I got the first one. La 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 la. Um, <laughs> this is from Alex in the southeast, short but sweet. He, uh, I presume it's a he. Uh, Be more specific with your locations. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, A while back, I was watching an Everton game at Goodison Park, and Phil Neville was having a bad game. A fan in front stood up and shouted, "You may be sexy off the pitch, but you're a bastard on it, hot Nev." Rather weird. Yeah, that <laughs> is strange. <laughs> He's talking about your best man. Hot no. Nev. Hot Nev. Hot, yeah. Hot Nev. I hope, oh, I hope that nickname sticks. <laughs> is Gary like Nev that. cold Nev? Yeah. <laughs> Freezing Nev. Yeah. Luke I love Luke a bit Luke. of Hot Nev. Yeah. Hot Nev. Hot oh, Nev. Was that the email? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Lovely. Yeah. Oh, what do you want? Nothing. Yeah. Wow. Hot, hot Nev. I've got an email as well. Uh, oh, naughty, naughty. Rambleforth Ho. Oh. Oh. Now that revision is taking over my life, I'm wasting time looking at ridiculous football facts and found two incredible people who I'd like to be entered into a Dean Windass Hall of Fame B team John Burridge and Lutz Fannenstyle I think that's pr- pronounced Fannenstiel perhaps who knows John Burridge holds the record for being the player who has played for the most teams in the world with an incredible 29 clubs in a 30 year career as goalkeeper combining 771 league games playing for Workington Blackpool Aston Villa Southend United you know, Crystal Palace QPR no. Wolves Derby no. yeah it, it, Blythe Spartans that ends Hibs. with um, <laughs> ends with however a man who has scoured the globe in the search of football is the German goalkeeper Lutz Fannenstiel still don't know how to say it he may have to play reserve to Burridge uh, having played for a mere 25 clubs but the journeyman has played in Germany England New Zealand Singapore USA Brazil South Africa Finland Malaysia Malta Belgium Canada Namibia Norway and Albania Um, it's not gigs yeah Yeah. I type the teams out but my laptop doesn't have some of the letters required to spell some of the team's names Um, both have been disgustingly overlooked for their countries but hopefully you good men will allow their limelight in the dwarf second string Luke knows how it feels to be an unrecognised keeper. Cheers, Callum from Cardiff. Luke, you got your hand up. Yeah, I think that they the reason they've not played for their national teams is because no one knows where to find them. He's saying that he wants them in the, the, the Does he know Dino's offs in there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to get a game. There's no point signing them. <laughs> don't need a B team. No. Exactly. Well, the squad's massive. Bert, Bert Troutman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To be fair, he's pushing on a bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> Marcus almost looks annoyed. Yeah. Cheer I'm up, Marcus. I'm not annoyed. It's all an act. I might, um, I, might, I might start a sort of unofficial, like the unofficial World Cup, an unofficial Doom and Hall of Fame where pretty much all Newcastle players. I'll get Lord Ramble to sue you. <laughs> you can't have uh, Celez or Peter Beardsley. Watch him. I'll be there. Watch him try. So what's yeah. the point? Yeah. Try. I'll have? call him Sir Fez. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be like Fez video games man. where you're not allowed, the, where they don't have the rights. Yeah, they don't have the rights for the actual players. Right, wear Fez hats. <laughs> Little hats. Um, oh, we had a few emails about the um, South American player who kicked the owl. Remember the guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was ages ago, yeah. Apparently he, he got fined, um, well, not apparently, he did get fined nearly 15 grand for <laughs> kicking that owl. Um, but the only... owls have got some powerful friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Literally only... in high places. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very good. But uh, but only around four hundred dollars for kicking an opponent. <laughs> <laughs> that, that opponent was particularly violent as well. He had two yeah. goals at him. <laughs> he, he had a good old boat, boat <laughs> in there. Boat in the uh, so is that two hundred well, quid for each? The only, yeah, thing maybe it was. the only thing I'll say is that the, the player presumably didn't die, but the owl did. Well, yeah. the funny thing is he responded to this fine by saying it was only an owl. <laughs> making it worse. Owls are amazing. Yeah. Do you think so? 360 beards, brilliant. Do you think the if, pellets. Do you think that if FIFA thought it was a it was a racist attack they would have fined him less? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would it be more if the animal was bigger? If you like, like an elephant know, kicked no, a be cow less. to death. It'd be less because the player's bigger. True. I saw um, I was walking uh, through Soho yesterday and a man Ooh. had a oh laddie da that's and, in London people and uh, a man had a dog on a leash and a woman a very very attractive woman walked up to this has nothing to do with the, with the point but <laughs> walked up to the man with the dog and said I'm sorry is that a wolf <laughs> and it was no more a wolf than it was a bloody giraffe it was ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look anything like a wolf she was chatting him up Pete and I you were jealous you were jealous <laughs> I you would like to a enter a wolf into Crufts and just see what happened. You'd like to enter a wolf? Into Crufts. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Not. In the words of David Brown. <laughs> and that's Crufts. Mm. <laughs> it's profile time. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. This man, his first name is Joseph. Um, but you'll know him by his second name. Fritzel. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Kevin Keegan. Oh, Keggy. Keggy. Kev. Can you believe it? Yes. The clown believe your luck? We're a Kevin. Oh, King Kev. It's time to redress the balance because he was actually a really good player. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And we've mentioned this many times, you know, that he doesn't get the credit as a player that, you know, he should have done because of his hilarious sort of... Personal life. Act, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, just character. No, but he's also a magnificent man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. <laughs> what are you laughing at? The bit when he fell off the bike in Superstars. He got that beaten up in a car. That is specifically what I'm laughing at. He, he, was, asleep, <laughs> he was asleep in a lay-by and he got punched. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> was that anything to do with the Chuckle Brothers? What? Uh, at one point, one of the Chuckle Brothers got caught in a lay-by. I wonder if it was the same thing. Don't say caught in a lay-by. That suggests... <laughs> yeah. That suggests... I'm going to put a super injunction out in your mouth. <laughs> Barry Chuckle. It's one minute into the profile, we're already comparing it to one of the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and also, casting aspersions towards one of the same Chuckle yeah. Brothers. Can I? Yes, please. Go on. Shall I? Uh, <laughs> Kevin King, born on the 14th of February 1951. Valentine's Day? 16 mm. years before the summer of love? Yeah. <laughs> he was born on Valentine's Day, and, and that is actually, Valentine's Day is a celebration of love because Keegan was born on that day. Little little side, it's David Beckham's birthday today as well. Happy birthday, D Beck. Happy mm. birthday. Yeah, well done, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another achievement, not a stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> please continue to Keegan. Uh, Keegan, uh, oh, a superb player and a bloody fine chap, too. Mm. <laughs> Nobody's disagreeing. Um, now, he was also, it could be argued, that uh, he was the first English player to receive the football superstardom that uh, we're all too aware of now with the modern mm. player. Okay, yeah. He did that advert, didn't he, with Henry Cooper? Brute. Brute, yeah. Brute, yeah Henry that was, uh, Cooper died this yeah, week. Yeah, the yeah, Henry Cooper. shame. Rest in peace. Dear, oh dear. Um, but anyway, back to Keegan. He started his football career at Scunthorpe United in uh, 1968. Played over 100 games for them before he left to go to Bill Shankly's Liverpool. Ooh. The big boys. Um, it's a dream move. Mm. It is. Sh- uh, Thirty-three grand they got him for. Um, Shankly described the signing of Keegan for the small fee of thirty-three thousand pounds as robbery with violence. <laughs> um, uh, Bloody hell! Don't admit <laughs> to that in a, yeah. in a theme that will continue over the years. In that yeah. part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, um, because he, well, he knew Keegan had such potential. So uh, in the summer of '71, uh, he went to he went to Liverpool. He started their first game of that new season in a helicopter. In a, oh, stop giving <laughs> it away! Yeah, you've done that again. Sorry. Yeah, this um, is when you call me the fun police. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now it was quite remarkable he started that game the first game of their new season because he'd been playing in the old fourth division was Scunthorpe that yeah. was the only previous experience he was only 20 young lad so it showed how, how much faith Shankly had in him and he scored after about 12 minutes of his, his <laughs> debut and instantly became a favourite at Anfield Fickle. Um, <laughs> often partnered John Toshak up front which was deadly mm. <laughs> let, let me tell you uh, John Toshak's a Hard man unit. <laughs> still scared of him now. Yeah. One of those blokes who still, although he's like in the, in the autumn of his life, yeah. still think he could be a good Ke- old tannin. Ke- Keegan swung a punch or two at times, didn't he? Yeah, he rubbish did. though. <laughs> oh, come on. He's not a fighting type. He's a lover, not a well, fighting type. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll find out more yeah. later. But uh, a very enthusiastic player, bags of energy. Yeah. Uh, Just enthusiastic about life in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but with a creative flair. Good Absol- player. Absolutely. Course, um, yeah. Great in the air for a, for a small guy and a keen eye for goal. Hmm. Um, now Liverpool didn't win a trophy in his first season but that all changed very quickly in the 72-73 season they won the league and UEFA Cup the UEFA Cup Bring it back when it was good yeah Yeah. Um, uh, in the following season they won the FA Cup then at the start of the 1974-75 season he played in the Charity Shield as it was known then against Leeds and he got into a spot of bother with Billy Bremner (laughs) which is unlike a team playing against Leeds I'm sure (laughs) you in the 70s I'm sure you would agree I I, I never forget well no I don't remember it because I wasn't there but um, it was seeing the uh, (laughs) footage again on on, uh, video it was because uh, they would have been matched up because Keegan was sort of like in the hole sort mm, of slash second striker sort yeah. of player and Bremner was a hard midfielder wasn't he um, yeah so well Bremner was forward thinking as well but yeah I'm sure they matched them up mm. just for just for the lols and they got them um, <laughs> they, uh, Bremner punched Keegan didn't he and that, Keegan, oh, how can you sleep at night <laughs> yeah. if, if at any point in your life you've done that yeah it's much. like it's, that's worse than kicking that owl to death <laughs> <laughs> well Keegan um, also very similar <laughs> Keegan got sent off and you can see him mouth when he gets sent off he goes 
Oh come on, Bob man! He reverses the road. I haven't done. F- oh, I've been hit twice. Have <laughs> <laughs> a red. Have a red as well. Oh god, it's the most slapstick great <laughs> yeah, yeah. of any sport you, ever. You once described him as the unluckiest man in the world. Yeah, with he, regards to such things. <laughs> and I think you're absolutely spot on. I mean, obviously not that unlucky. He's won the, the whole host of. Well, trials. no, but they, they, you know that's where he's created his own luck, isn't it? Just yeah. Circumstance. You know, yeah. conspires I, I against him. I remember he's got. I remember I don't remember, but I yeah. remember he said his favourite goal was this beautiful bicycle kick. I think it was in the UEFA Cup, right. and it was like it was about thirty yards out. It was incredible. Yeah, ruled out, uh, ruled there, uh, <laughs> offside, ruled offside. Oh, <laughs> he was so annoyed, and he knew, and he said he knew at the time that would be the best goal he ever scored, and it ruled out. But that's it's a running theme, and that's why that when he, in the nineteen seventies TV show Superstars, mm. where, he, where they he put sports stars and famous people, and if, you, if you're not familiar with it, they had to take on like physical challenges. Yeah. Um, now, Kim and Keegan, it was like a bike race against someone else. I forget who it was around the track. Doesn't matter. And Kim and Keegan <laughs> fell off his bike just because he was trying so hard. <laughs> he, he was trying so hard that the, the whole bike was shaking. Yeah. And he just completely stacked it. And also, the, the reason it ties in with the theme of being really, un- really unlucky is that he looked like he really, really. <laughs> Hurt him. <laughs> he, he was like gravel marks all over him. Oh, bless him. Oh, Keegs. In he comes. Oh, dear. Well, uh, where were we? Um, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, famously in that charity show phone, he got sent off and he took his shirt off. As he walked off, ripped, mm. yeah. like a magnificent torso. Yeah. When when Bremner took his shirt off, it's like, put that back on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to win that fight yeah. with his wonderful hair. The Keegan had great yeah. hair, didn't he? The, mm. the perm, of great, course, great Afro sort of perm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it was quite an iconic moment. I mean, they got a lengthy back. Hair, that. yeah. Well, that was as well. <laughs> yeah. He was iconic. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-five, seventy-six. He won the league and UEFA Cup double again, being instrumental in both campaigns, and he was voted Footballer of the Year. Um, and this was of course around the time he fell off his bike on TV <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the, the ceremony to accept the award you, you, had on cycle, bike and fell off. you had to cycle to go and get it <laughs> That's, that is like that happening to Messi now yeah, yeah. it's just, just not yeah. going to happen mm. um, now interestingly enough after that season he gave a season's notice saying uh, he was going to join Hamburg mm. just quite a bold thing to do um, and he's too honest there yeah he's a very honest man mm. Keegan and uh, <laughs> why is that funny it just is isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Luke is d- d- making this from our descendants of like, fast Keegan you, is a superb player I know, I know I'm but you it. could sell him magic beans yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've some, some have <laughs> Newcastle right <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, uh, so that season um, his last season they won the league and probably the highlights of his Liverpool career, I'd imagine, was when they beat uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach in the final of the European Cup in 1977. Mm-hmm. Um, Bertie Vokes brought him down. That was part of the penalty. Well, oh, did he? We talk, Vo- talked about uh, Vokes briefly. Scotland in the, you manager know, Bertie Vokes. Well, yeah, <laughs> um, not that, the highlight. Of his by the way, that was around the time when there was an unbelievable period of dominance for English clubs in yep. European football. Yeah. Yeah. They Liverpool won the European Cup six was it six times in a row, something like that. I'm mm. off, to, off the top of my head. I think it ended yeah. with Villa, didn't it, in '82? I believe. Yeah, I well, was it that many times? Well, yeah, it was twice. Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah, yeah lots yeah, of them yeah. did. Um, that's right. He had a great relationship with the uh, fans at Liverpool, and he said uh, later that when they started singing "You'll Never Walk Alone," my eyes started to water. And there have been times when he's been, he was actually playing when, and he was crying while they were singing. He's absolutely loving it. <laughs> well, <he fell> over. <laughs> Don't be like that. This man is an incredible. Just bond. move on. Just push on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, um, that is amazing. That's very touching. No, that is very it, sweet. It does. It does actually, in a more serious way, tie into the fact that he's a very emotional, heart and sleeve yeah, style absolutely. player. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's great, absolutely yeah. great, and, and loved by people. We love all that sort well, of stuff, and it is important. He's like a fan, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, absolutely, and, it's, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's great because people always one of the biggest things they use, the stick, biggest sticks they use to beat football with is that players don't care anymore, and mm-hmm. and, and Keith evidently does still care about football, but did yeah. to a, to a massive degree when he was Very playing. Eamon Hughes, who was Liverpool captain under Shankly, said that uh, when Keegan was with Liverpool, he was uh, without argument the best player in Britain. And a high praise from mm. uh, a man who would probably want to give himself that title. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Hemlin. Um, and then, uh, and the great Bill Shankly himself said that Keegan was the player that helped ignite Liverpool's incredible trophy hall of the seventies. Mm. Um, That's uh, huge. Of course, the latter ones came under Bob Paisley, but that what an accolade that is yeah. to have from, from such a great man like uh, Shankly. Well, one of the greatest majors ever, you know. Yeah, uh, and, and then he went for, and then you fall off a bike on telly, <laughs> James, and Luke laughs at you. That's <laughs> how fickle Luke. That's, it. That's your last one. 
<laughs> Last one Right He went to uh, <laughs> uh, The Bundesliga For £500,000 uh, Which is a record fee For a British footballer And the most expensive player In the Bundesliga And he won a European footballer Of the year For, 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 for Pete's sake Well he, It is for Pete's sake Now I think um, <laughs> He was dubbed The saviour of Hamburg But he didn't start too well he, This is You alluded to A little bit of fisticuffs earlier Well he was sent off For knocking out a po- An opponent In a pre-season friendly What yeah, you're, not, you're not giving it The big one now are you? <laughs> no. you wouldn't think that No though. But what the bl- I mean the other Splash bl- it on I like to think that when he did that The, other the ref bl- didn't see it But he went up and just said like, I just punched someone You better send me off yeah. He's so honest yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's probably what happened But um, <laughs> but he did uh, then really kick on with Hamburg And he transformed their, their fortunes of that club really I mean in the second season They uh, they, they won the league Which they hadn't won um, for 19 years mm. Did they and not lose in the European Cup final to Forest? They did They lost 1-0 mm. uh, <clears> That was uh, I think that may have been his last game they, they He won two consecutive European Football of the Year awards Get on that That is something If you want to measure that The calibre of the player he was yeah. All joking I mean like, he, was, he was one of the best players In the world And people This is what we talk about You know where people Don't realise that yeah. Yeah. Because of people like us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah We're dicks yeah. Is um, the point yeah. of this profile Yeah James and Luke um, <laughs> There was a shame though That um, England weren't Really a, a good side In the 70s They failed for To qualify for the 74 and 78 World Cup mm. And uh, You know Either side of that He would have you know, really help them Flourish. kick on in tournaments. Yeah, mm. absolutely, Pete. Oh, he'd have only got his foot stuck in a bucket or something. And just <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. Miss, he did famously miss quite a good chance for, in the '82 qualify. World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a chance. He made a brief appearance, but he was Past a lot of injuries and, and whatnot. But after Hamburg, he went to uh, Southampton, which was slightly surprising. He did basically every move he made, other than to Liverpool, was was unusual, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very yeah, much a sign of someone who's his own man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, he cle- clearly mm. he wanted the football challenge, yes. which is great. He's, in his second season, he was the first division's top goal scorer. And voted Player of the Year. Yeah. Wins Player of the Year was wherever he goes. Yeah, incredible. He's like uh, the manager's son. Yeah. Uh, after two years at Southampton, he left to go um, to Newcastle, and he stayed there until his retirement in '84. Uh, he helped them gain promotion back to the top flight, and in his last match uh, for Newcastle, it was a friendly against his former club Liverpool, and there was half half time. I think there was there was a minibus precariously driven around the pitch, which uh, Keegan had bought to uh, so it could take underprivileged children to Newcastle games. Lovely touch, isn't it? Um, and then, of course, at the final whistle, we did a lap of honour, and then out of the sky came, came, a, came a could have been came a helicopter which landed on the pitch and picked him up. He's Hollywood, that's why. Yeah. you don't see Prozanetti doing that. <laughs> he is box office Keegan. <laughs> he, he used to he used to get um, like part of his agreement to go on to Newcastle because it was a big. They weren't a, a massive club uh, then. Obviously, he would get. Points on how many people on the attendances and stuff. Oh, really? Because he was such a popular player. Yeah. He, he said he basically was embarrassed the amount of money he was making each year. Really? He was making millions of pounds. He was making absolute. Well, because they were just all going to see ransom. him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're all going to see him. Yeah. He was. He had an agreement with. Um, I think I don't think it, w- it wouldn't have been John Holland, but whoever it was. Uh, hmm. who, it, it, it was basically embarrassed at how much money <laughs> he um, he actually had. Blimey. Bless him. So he spent it all on a helicopter. <laughs> on a <laughs> minibus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it, did he drop his shirt out the. Window the helicopter did drove it? off quite famously. I think he did. Yeah. There's no way he did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, with regards to his international career, though, as I said, it was a shame for Keegan that his best playing days came at a time when England uh, weren't doing too well. But he did feature in a number of the old uh, home internationals uh, championships, winning six of them. Mm. Um, and uh, he did captain England over thirty times. So. That's I didn't realise. No, that. I didn't know Not that. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Now, uh, after as we're continually finding. Yeah. 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 Uh, after his playing days, I believe he went into management. <laughs> yeah. um, it was in 1992, uh, about eight years later, that he took over at Newcastle, and his impact was immediate. They were fighting relegation in the old second division when he took over. He helped them survive and got them promoted the following season with Andy Cole scoring about a million goals yeah. on route. Yeah. Um, Firstly, uh, first uh, time out in the Premier League um, for Keegan and Newcastle, they finished third. Can you imagine that? Being promoted. Don't need to imagine it. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. And Pete just remember it. It was <laughs> 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 good, wasn't it? <laughs> Andy Cole putting a. Put, I just remember Andy Cole whack it top left against Spurs. Oh, yeah! And the camera's spinning left, round. Was that his left foot? Mm, I think it was, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. One yeah. of the things I remember sort of quite quite distinctly about that period is when they sold Andy Cole, um, because Andy Cole clearly wanted to go to Manchester United, mm. and Keegan had to go out St James's Park outside. Like, well, no, he didn't have to, did he? That was the great thing about Keegan. He would explain his actions. He just went out and remonstrated with him. I remember being in like a roll neck jumper. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, he sort of, and you sort of, it, it did well out at the end. He said, trust me. And to be fair, to his credit, 
well, we got a lot closer. <laughs> no, but we got a lot. got a lot closer at, uh, when, they t- when they'd signed yeah, yeah. Ferdinand and Shearer and mm. Keegan's Newcastle. Probably a lot of neutrals' favourite team of the nineties. Oh, I mean, aside from your own, they were great. You got to so remember how many iconic sort of moments that Keegan gave us as a manager? Him yeah. some slumped into, um, after the Liverpool match. Oh, the four, uh, three, four three. There's a couple of those. The, yeah, but and also like the players he signed. People like Robert Lee. Robert Lee was never going to go yeah. sign for Newcastle, but he. I think um, he made out that I think Newcastle was close. A London than Manchester was, <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Lee believed him, yeah. and so he went. And like um, that's England captain Robert Lee, by the way. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, yeah, he, he signed some cracking. Well, Shearer players. was yeah. a massive yeah. signing, wasn't Shearer. he? Asprea. Yeah. He used oh, to he used massive. to do um, he used to come into the to the dressing room apparently and uh, and give the team talk and sort of say he'd start by saying uh, moment of your time gentlemen mm-hmm. and uh, Asprea found Keegan's court and started uh, holding court in the uh, dressing room, sort of saying. Moment of your time, please, gentlemen. And Keegan yeah. came in, saw him, went, carry on, and made him give the team talk. <laughs> That's great. But you uh, know pull out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do it. Yeah, yeah. But he just let he just let players get on with it. He wasn't necess- he wasn't necessarily the most sort of uh, it was he was that sort of manager who just let them play how they wanted to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's why uh, as the defense. Well, well, uh, sure. As the defensive performances will doubt, I think. But <laughs> and, well, that's why I think he maybe didn't reach particularly. Uh, we might focus on the negative because it's a profile by him, but why he didn't necessarily reach the heights as a manager as, as he did as a player is that he wasn't as tactically um, yeah. finessed. And he ad- he, he's admitted that himself, he, hasn't he, he, on many and, well, Famously, when he, when he handed in the England thing, which I'm sure you'll come, come on to, he. he um, he, he was much more focused on sort of um, camaraderie and, yeah. and enjoyment and passion and hard yeah, work yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but then Bobby Robson was the same. He wasn't. He wasn't a massive. Oh, I think Bobby Robson was more tactically yeah. 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 Not not a massive amount. Though, I don't think. I, I think it, again, he was just let he let players get on with it and, and instill a sense of confidence. Yeah. That's within fair, them, yeah. For both extremely likable gentlemen. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, obviously, we've got to mention they finished second in ninety five, ninety six. I mean, that was incredible for Newcastle. He looked like they were going to win it for a bit, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> he, he transformed that club. They were down in the old um, second. second division. He took them up to the top flight, and then then they were battling for honours. He had a lot of money to spend. To be yeah, fair, he he, it was Chelsea esque the amount of dollars that he laid right, down. Yeah. But it was you know it, 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 there was no got to do guarantee it, that. Yeah, exactly. There was no guarantee that he'd yeah. go there. Um, uh, of course, he left uh, after that incredible season. Then he took over at Fulham. And again, he, I use the word again, transformed that club's fortunes. He um, got them out of the old Division 2 as champions. And then in 1999, was appointed England manager. Uh, he got England to Euro 2000. Coughed and spluttered their way yeah, there and yeah, beat yeah. Scotland in, in the playoff. Um, but, but England didn't have a great tournament when they were there. But he did record a famous win against the Germans. Um, Shearer getting the only goal it was the first time in about 200 years England had beaten <laughs> Germany so you know he got that um, yeah. can't argue uh, unfortunately a year later they did lose to Germany of course um, in uh, the final match at the old Wembley in a, a turgid affair uh, in the first uh, in the opening World Cup was qualifier. it Herman who scored? Yeah mm. Against Seaman yeah. It was a free kick wasn't it That's right yeah, It was an awful day Yeah mm. Keegan then resigned Straight after the game didn't he He did Have uh, you planned that or not? I, I, I've Doubt no it. idea I, I wouldn't have thought so He, I mean it, it, it was inc- Amazing honesty Again it was We talked about that earlier But it's just that The man wears his heart on his sleeve He's not You know Bullshitting anybody mm. And he just said Straight after the game Bearing in mind Last game at Wembley Against Germany World mm. Cup qualifier He'd just been beat and he just openly admitted he said I just don't think I have what it takes at this level to be successful mm. which is remarkable. an incredible thing to and even admit to yourself isn't but it's it? very yeah. honourable as well because you think of the managers that make all the excuses in the world and blame he's like the anti-Avron Grant isn't he really? <laughs> <laughs> it shows he's got no arrogance about him at all yeah absolutely it's very, very true very humble man and, and I remember you know, David Beckham and a number of the players said you know, we don't want you to leave they loved playing for him yeah. you know? mm. um, and, and I think he was the guy that we all wanted to, to really do a good job yeah. with England I remember being very excited when Keegan took over yeah well, I, th- I think we would have loved to have seen him succeed but uh, and shortly after that he took over at Man City got them promoted he was there for a while Man City, yeah he yeah. got them promoted into the Premier League mm. wasn't yeah. he in charge when they were 3-0 down against Spurs with a man down Sent at half time they, they won 4-3 yeah, yeah that amazing incredible he wasn't slumped that he is box office <laughs> he really is yeah he really is <laughs> um, he retired from football altogether in 2005 or so we thought mm. and then uh, was it no two- he had yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2008 <laughs> so he, he thought 2008 he made a sensational return to Newcastle after Allardyce was sacked and I remember Jim you texted me when the news broke just saying yes <laughs> 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 it's a shame that you know his, his legacy was sort of like uh, and I don't think it was tarnished but there's this, this unsavoury footnote on his on his mm. time at Newcastle because of that because well, he was no, treated I mean, so badly there yeah, well exactly but again not his fault mm. and, he, and he left and he left 
F because he was uh, there were forces that were acting upon his behalf yep. that were nothing to do with him so it was just when Ashley was in this fucking idiot stage the Cockney Mafia yeah um, mm. but it was so good to see him when he was at that press conference when he was first um, yeah. unveiled and I remember that some of the, the the guys were trying to ask too many questions like, I think it was probably some Sky Sports guys yeah. like, hang on a minute pal you can't hog the questions you've got to give everybody a go he's just so yeah. fair yeah. 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 you know it's just absolutely wonderful to there's see there's no place for him in football no, there was, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean Pete sadly that is the case you know um, but of course now he's a, a pundit for SPN um, but he's given the game in this country and beyond many wonderful uh, and entertaining moments and Kevin Keegan come into the Demon National Fame for services to football and road safety <laughs> <laughs> welcome in Keggy indeed well ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the show I hope you've had a lovely time if you want to get in touch with us the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and uh, thefootballramble.com is the website yep and on the website in the Ramble blog this week I look at the current trend for ref rage Andy Brassel looks at a resurgent Paris Saint-Germain and James Apo explains a horrible kidney injury to Rostov goalkeeper Dehen Radic I think that's pronounced uh, well Steve Reynolds gets philosophical on the morality of super injunctions Chris Nee oh. tells us of another horror injury this time to Seattle Sounders Steve Zakuani and Mikhail Zakodny takes us through the problems Polish footballers face with players being responsible for throwing matches it's all a bit mental over there so yeah that's the Rebel blog get over there and have a look marvellous have a butcher's look Luke oh the weather's been picking up recently hasn't it it's been beautiful outside beautiful. lovely wherever fantastic you, I presume wherever you are in the world yeah um, so <laughs> we haven't said this for a while but it's still the case very much the case we've got an array of excellent uh, Football Ramble themed t-shirts at thefootballramble.com um, competitively priced you'll look the bee's knees um, we're all wearing one right now um, same so one get, yeah. <laughs> so get yourself over there that's thefootballramble.com and click on the shop button and there's loads of fun stuff there marvellous Pete Every Friday we do a Football Ramble Extra oh, I mean I say Friday We record it after this one Shh, don't tell anyone um, Sometimes and just, Sometimes <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah so uh, PFC every Friday There'll be like a video from me And maybe a little cartoon um, I'm picking on John Parkin a lot at the moment Yeah I noticed that He is very uh, fat He is a fat man So uh, yeah Lots of fun to be had on a Friday with PFC. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Pick Live. Live fantasy football on your laptop. For real money? It's uh, For real money. It's, uh, it can Our make, money, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It can make a boring game good and a good game amazing. Yeah. Mm. That's uh, perfect. That should be their tagline. <laughs> <laughs> that should really be their tagline. It can make a boring game yeah. good I'll is a great tagline. Give tagline to Pick Live. <laughs> there we go. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Say goodbye, PT. Easy. Say goodbye, Luffy. Au revoir. And it's goodbye from me. We're all off to fall off our bikes. Cheers. And he also, when he reads out the bingo numbers, I still think it's fucking embarrassing. He goes, the number is three, yeah. nine, four. It's all. Why, Why are they that? getting him to do that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've got no answer. <laughs> Jim, are you personally responsible for this? Because you're the Arsenal fan. Apparently so.